Welcome back to another episode of the Love in a Cottage podcast. I'm your host, Paige Geidel, and I am so stoked that you found us. We are a community of creative Christian women in their 20s, and you are invited to be a part of it. Each week, I invite a guest on the show to chat about all things marriage, motherhood, homemaking, small business, and following Jesus. My friend, there is a seat here for you at the table, and I so hope that you choose to be a part of this community. Without further ado, let's dive into today's show. Hey y'all, happy Tuesday and welcome back to episode 15. Oh my goodness, it's also mid-October, which means we are like in the thick of autumn. Or maybe it's just starting to turn cooler where you are. We're in Southern California still and gosh you guys it's been actually cold like we have put on some of our sweaters and in the evenings it's really nice and cool. Anyways we are loving this fall weather. Today's episode is with my new friend Mandy Meehan. Mandy has inspired me so much as she has shared her journey over the last couple years with chronic illness. She's a wife, a mom, and a functional nutritional therapy practitioner. Hope I got that right. (laughs) And she's also a Jesus follower with a desire to encourage others who are dealing with health issues. She's really made the health space her ministry and just has such a unique, beautiful approach when it comes to sharing about her journey and really wanting to encourage others as they are seeking answers and on their own journey to find healing. I learned so much in my conversation with her today and really just walked away feeling so inspired. Even as someone who has not personally dealt with chronic illness, I gleaned so much from this conversation and I know whatever your circumstances, you will feel the same way. So let's get on into today's episode. Mandy, welcome to the Love in a Cottage podcast. I'm so happy to be chatting with you tonight. Thank you so much, Paige. I'm so glad to get to be with here with you. And thank you so much for inviting me on the show. Of course. So I'll share real quick just kind of how we got connected. I have been following you for a couple years and kind of gotten to learn more about your health journey. And in part, that is because your dad is my pastor at Life Church, And so I know that he's shared a little bit of your story. And I remember just really resonating with a lot of the things that he shared about you and what the Lord has done in your life. And so one Sunday, I went and watched some of your YouTube videos and really Aww. just loved how authentically you shared um some of the things that you've been experiencing these past couple of years. And so such an honor to be able to talk with you in in real life over Zoom and share a little bit of your story today with our listeners. Yeah, thank you. It's so it's always bizarre to hear people <laughs> talking about hearing my story and listening to my watching my YouTube videos. Just be it's it's funny, you know, today I've posted a YouTube video for the first time in about a year or so, and I still share a lot on Instagram. This is a side tangent, but anytime someone brings up YouTube, you know, it's been a while since I've posted. Today I was looking through those old videos, just looking at all the videos I've posted, and I always just get like I, I know that I haven't said anything crazy, but I always just think like you know, I forget, like, what did I say? People have access to all of these thoughts that I had three years ago. (laughs) And I have no recollection. And other people, if they're watching it, they do. But um, yeah, I, 
it's cool to get to hear all of that. And um, I'm glad that we connected this way. So, yeah. So can you give us just a short introduction about who you are, who your family is and what you do? For sure. So my name is Mandy Meehan and I am married to my husband, James. We've been married for just over five years now. And We'll get into <laughs> we'll get into a little bit about my health. So I've been um, struggling with chronic illness since I got married. Um, it all really started for me just a couple weeks before I got married. Um, but now, I mean, still family. I've got my my sweet baby boy Jace. Um, he is almost eight months old, and um, we were just talking to Paige about home birth. I had a home birth with him, and um, he's just like the most beautiful, amazing, blessing child, and uh, we say he's very advanced. He Mm -hmm. um, is like crawling early and climbing onto everything early, and he just keeps me uh, very, very busy. So um, other than that, I'm a functional nutritional therapy practitioner, and basically my health challenges, they, they led me to this um, new mission, this new ministry for me. I was formerly a, a pastor at the church that you were referencing, Paige. My husband's still on staff at our church. So I say, you know, we, I still do ministry with him. It just looks different than what I thought it was going to look like. Um, but I get to help support women and, and some men too with chronic illness. And um, at the same time, I'm still um, working through some of the complex issues, you know, all the layers of the onion for myself. So, um, yeah, it's it's been a, a really crazy ride over the last five years between marriage and health issues and now baby, but I know we're going to get into that a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for sharing. So, yeah, we can just jump right into some of your health things that you were talking about. Could you just share a brief overview of your story? I know you said that this kind of started when you first got married. Just tell us a little bit about that and what that was like. For sure. So, like I said, it, it happened right around my wedding day, which you know, my my health issues they've been compounding for a long a long time, long before I got married. But before that, I, I felt like I was totally healthy. I was working full time as a pastor. I was getting up early every morning and working out. I was active in high school. I was a dancer, like I danced pre professionally and in multiple companies, and um, I was you know healthy, active, or at least that's what I thought and what people thought, but. Um, everything, I, I think there are a lot of different factors that were building on each other and it kind of all came crashing and burning two weeks before my wedding day when at first I just got diagnosed with mono, which mono is awful. It's not fun at all. I know most people who are familiar with mononucleosis, they know you don't want to have it and you definitely don't want to have it right before you get married, but I did. And um it's funny, even in the beginning, I, I remember telling people and talking to the Lord and saying, okay, Jesus, like, I know that it kind of feels like I maybe have been finding my worth and what I do instead of who you are. And I'm just kind of frustrated not being able to do all these things right now. So like, okay, I learned my lesson. Let's just like finish this little sickness up, that, you know, and let's just like get back to normal life again. Um and obviously that didn't exactly happen. So I got married and all of that. Um, the weddings went great. I went on my honeymoon. Praise Jesus for that. <laughs> it all um, it all was so wonderful, even though I wasn't feeling very well. But as I 
you know, started living my life as a married woman, uh, trying to get back into working and taking care of my husband and taking care of myself, it really um, wasn't working. <laughs> I um, started having some of those, some of those mono symptoms started to fade away, but a lot of them really didn't. And then a lot of symptoms started creeping in, some getting worse. So, um, so yeah, lots of fatigue. And then there's like pain and emotional issues, anxiety and depression that I, ne I never experienced anxiety or panic attacks or depression in my life. Um, pretty debilitating digestive issues and um, and the, the fatigue in itself, like it just, it was hard to describe how limiting it was, just how challenging it, it was for me to think about walking across the room sometime. So um, all that to say, I, was, I wasn't able to continue working anymore. And that was a really, um, really challenging, the most, probably the hardest thing um, hardest decision I had to make was deciding to stop working. Um, and I was, I was just 20 years old at the time. And so I'm thinking like, am I, is, you know, I, I'm leaving this dream job of mine to work in ministry at my church. And, and, you know, in my mind, I kept telling myself, like, it'll just be a couple months. You'll just get yourself together, you know, take lots of vitamin C and then you'll, you know, it's just a break. You'll get back to work. But at the same time, I thought, what, what in the world is going on? Like, am I dying? What I, am I just going to be this sick 20 year old at home, not able to mm. do anything? So, um, it was incredibly emotional. Um, and I, I can go on cause my story, it just like ties into everything. But, um, when I had to leave my job, I really, I knew I had to find something to some outlet to, to still feel like I'm, you know, connecting with people and making a difference in the world in some way, even if it was small. And talking to my husband, he he said like the exact same thing. He said like, I, Mandy, I know that God works all things together for the good of those who love Him and are called according to His purpose. And you know, I just feel like we need to you need to find something. Um, and he kind of joked about YouTube. He's like, oh, you know, you could do YouTube. Like, you know, you've, you've joked about, you've talked about. And I totally like when I was having to rest a lot due to my illness, I watched a lot, was watching a lot of YouTube again. And I would kind of joke about like, oh, like imagine me vlogging and, you know, be like, oh, here's my day. And totally like I was the most private person ever, like incredibly, incredibly private. So I never thought I would do something like that. But couple weeks later, I couldn't sleep. It felt like the Lord was really prompting me. All I can think about was YouTube. And so essentially, I started making YouTube videos, sharing my health journey. And um, it it's crazy just thinking, even talking to you now, thinking about how God has brought all the pieces of, of my story together and how painful it was in the more in the moment. Um, but YouTube, you know, it's not like I'm this like mega YouTube star now. It was just the a catalyst that got me got my my ministry of, sh you know, sharing story of um, trying to find answers from chronic illness, uh, finding purpose in pain, and then um, very quickly found became ridiculously passionate about nutrition, functional medicine, and I like root cause healing. And I became a nerd about it really fast. So all of that, I mean, it, it just spiraled in all kinds of directions and led to a new career. Um, 
so that's the that's the very basics of my story. There's a lot in it, but um, it's it's been five years just to get like basics of health. Five years, lots of up and ups and downs of uh, trying things, going to the Mayo Clinic, all these holistic functional doctors, and um, it, it's been a crazy process. I've I've seen some some really good progress, um, but also it's taken it's taken all these years to get to a point where I feel like I really understand what hat is causing my illness and what I need to do to get better. And what's amazing now is as I'm learning this, I'm going to get to, I'm getting to support other women who are going through the same process. So um, it's tough because I, of course I want things to go faster for myself, but I'm seeing more progress than I had in, you know, in four years in this, these last couple of months. So I'm grateful for that. (laughs) Yes. I can't even imagine being 20 years old and experiencing all of these things, especially when you had just gotten married. That's obviously a huge transition as you're figuring out how to do life with this new person. And that is a huge um, learning curve in and of itself. And to be trying to answer these questions and still, you know, not getting the answers that you were hoping for, answers that make sense or answers, period. I I can't imagine how challenging that was. And did you find through YouTube that you were able to connect with other people who were on similar paths? Because I would imagine that would be really lonely. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I had never – I didn't know anybody who had was struggling with with chronic illness like I was, and in the beginning, I didn't even have the term chronic illness. Obviously, I didn't want to call what I was dealing with chronic in the beginning, but I had never heard of anyone just getting sick and not getting better, especially getting acutely sick and it just staying. You know, um, and so it was pretty quickly I, I started finding more and more people who were struggling with really similar things and finding more people. Uh, struggling with chronic illness in general. And it's amazing. Now, I mean, what I realized really quickly is that there's a lot of people out there struggling. I mean, at this point, I know it's one or five or one and six people struggle with autoimmune disease. I mean, when it comes to like childhood diseases, it's like one in two kids have some type of um, diagnosed condition. It's ridiculous. Um, And so now, I mean, because I've been sharing I, everywhere I go, like every single time I leave the house, I meet some people with chronic illness. Partly it's because I've got those glasses on and I'm, you know, ta- I'm very open about my health. And so it comes up all the time. But um, I, I you know you didn't ask this, but one of the first things I realized finding these people struggling with similar things was it is a very, very depressing community out there. And like you said, it's lonely, you know, you that you don't you, you feel so alone as this, you know, if young person, whether you're young or not, dealing with such debilitating symptoms. But then you go and you look for answers and doctors will tell you it's all in your head. They'll tell you there's something you can do and you're not going to get better. Um and and you'll you'll just find so much of that online. So I really I just knew that that's not true. I know the hope that we have in Jesus is so much better and brighter than that. And I I know that, I mean, I just really have a lot of faith in the body that God has given us and its intelligent design. I believe that there's a lot we can do to, to see healing. So 
really what I wanted to do through sharing was just kind of combat that and like bring hope to people who don't have hope. So um, I love podcasts because you're getting me to you're helping me kind of verbalize some things I haven't verbalized before by asking your questions. I'm like, this is what God's called me to do. This is great. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's so powerful because it sounds like you found yourself in a place where you needed community. You were feeling isolated as you didn't know anyone else or hadn't heard of anyone else really around you who had walked through chronic illness. But the community that you found, I imagine it would be really easy to kind of create create this negative environment if the answers that people are getting are frustrating and if people are feeling hopeless. And while it's great to hold space for that and to feel understood, like you said, like we have this hope in Jesus and that's not the end. And so it almost reminds me of within the motherhood community, there's kind of this hot mess. I just deal with my kids until I get to bedtime. And sometimes I have to, you know, you know the narrative. And it's like, well, it's good to feel understood and seen on the hard days. It doesn't end there. And so I think that's so amazing how God has been able to use you and your story to create this new wave of community that actually has hope and is believing that you will find answers to, to some of the things that you're walking through. So I love that. Yeah, that's a good comparison just because that's been that's been kind of my one of my main messages through this journey is embrace the season that you're in and don't just endure it. And that can sound crazy to some people like embrace pain and illness where you're you can't hardly do anything. You can barely I mean, still to this day, I can't clean my house like it's when I if I wake up one day and I'm healthy and like I'm cleaning my house, I'm so excited. But even in motherhood, it's like it's not fun, you know, to just deal with like diapers aren't fun, fussy teething babies aren't fun, but there's so much joy you can find in those moments and it's so much better to, you know, embrace it then. And it, it's this weird topic on the internet, like toxic positivity versus like vulnerability is great, but don't be, to- you know, it's, yeah. it's interesting, but I, I'd much rather lean on this side of joy and choosing joy, seeing the good than than not. Um, I'll be vulnerable and real too, but I I think there's a lot of, I'd much rather lean on the side of positivity than not. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. There's so much nuance there. It's so challenging, but yeah, we, we must keep our hope for sure. Mm -hmm. So you got married. How old were you when you married James? I was 20. 20. Okay. I was 19 when I got married. And that's that's part of like my passion with this podcast specifically was because I am a mother of two. I'm 39 weeks pregnant with my second baby and I'm 22 years old. And that's just not really a common thing. And so I really wanted to create a community for young Christian women who are maybe in a season of marriage or motherhood at a younger age than what is normal for the rest of society. Um, But I would just love to hear, you know, marriage is a learning curve regardless of if you get married at 20 or at 40. It's it's hard work and it's a huge commitment, but it's so good. So what was that like um, just entering marriage, walking through marriage and having all of these health issues coming up at the same time? What were some of the biggest challenges or lessons that you and your husband were able to learn early on? 
Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, I, I was saying earlier, when you get sick, you expect to get better. <laughs> so it it was an interesting process having to adapt to realizing that I wasn't getting better because in the early days, it was something that we could, you know, we were just, we were getting by as if you would, if, if you had a week that your spouse was sick and learning yeah. to be married at the same time. But it was, it's interesting because it was incredibly challenging. I mean, me being, me being sick, trying to live my life, trying to work, trying to do all the things I wanted to do. But with that said, marriage really wasn't. Um, and I really, my husband and I, we say this a lot, that life is really hard, but marriage doesn't have to be hard. Mm-hmm. I think that marriage can be very, very hard, of course. And it, like you said, it totally is a learning curve. But um, I think marriage, it can be amazing. Like, I think that the first year of our marriage was wonderful, even though I was really, really sick. So there was a lot of things that I did have to learn. And it's been a long process of me learning some things as simple as just learning to communicate my needs and how my husband can support and help. My husband loves help and loves to know how he can support me. But I... I, for whatever reason, it's one of my, one of my, those things I have to work through. I'm I'm really bad at it. (laughs) I really am incredibly uncomfortable asking for help and support. And I, you know, as a young married wife, I'm, I, you know, I was so excited to get to um, make my husband dinner and to serve him. And, you know, it's, that's something I wanted to do. I wanted to support, I wanted to get to serve him. Um, totally. so, so there was, I think a lot on my end that I just had to really, um, know that I could still love and support him really well, even if I couldn't do those things that I, um, I thought I should do or need or wanted to do, um, but couldn't do. Um, yeah, it, my husband was just so gracious through all of it. I just, <laughs> I can't even tell you like, this is really what we had to learn together. Cause I feel like a lot of it was was me just having to learn how to how to be sick and let him take care of me. Um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. It, just thinking back, it's so even though I've been struggling, like my health has been not the best all this time. It, it's things have changed so much, but I think we, we really just had to learn to adapt really quickly and communicate really well. And because of that, I think I don't know. Like it, it definitely, it could have been much harder if we didn't just learn to communicate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and I imagine, I mean, I guess since all of this started right before your wedding, right. you also didn't really know anything differently. So you were kind right. of learning and as you're learning to live with another person, you know, which is practical things like doing dishes and I don't know, all of these things that we learn <laughs> as married people. Um you were you were experiencing that alongside your sickness all for the right. first time, so that makes sense why um, you were able to adapt. But I love right. I love that the Lord showed you that you were still able to serve Him in different ways, even though um, it didn't look like you had originally thought all the time. If you're anything like me, you spent most of 2020 and maybe even 2021 wearing your coziest clothes. But at some point, I realized that my cozy clothes included my high school t-shirt with lots of holes and stains and decided it was time for an upgrade. 
I recently discovered Noble, an ethical clothing brand specializing in waffle jammies for both women and children. Their waffles are seriously the softest I've ever owned because they're made with 100% GOT certified organic cotton. Not to mention the fact that they come in the most beautiful colors like oat milk, mustard, and lavender. Noble recently sent me and my girls the cutest matching waffles in their new color, Moss, and I am obsessed, you guys. I guarantee we are going to be wearing these all winter long, both inside and outside of our home. You can get your own pair of waffle jammies for 10% off when you use the code PAGEGUIDAL10 at checkout. Visit shopnoble.com and use the code PAGEGUIDAL10 at checkout to get 10% off your order. So I love that you have referenced like kind of your health journey and creating this community and helping other women who are dealing with chronic health issues as a ministry. I think that is so powerful. Could you just tell us a little bit about your journey to what you're doing now, which I I have it written down, functional (laughs) nutritional therapy practitioner. (laughs) Just share a little bit about, yeah, what that – like certification process was like or kind of what that looks like on a day-to-day basis. Yes. If you just want to say nutritionist, you can, or functional nutritionist, it is a long (laughs) title, which I I like it because it does differentiate me, but it is, I don't really ever expect anyone to be able to remember it. (laughs) So, so yeah, like, like I was saying earlier, obviously my, my health journey and all of my, my illness really led me to fall in love with nutrition and functional wellness and and how, how we can use nutritional therapy, food and supplements, and also lifestyle um, lifestyle changes to, you know, balance, help bring balance to the body. Um, so I knew as I was sharing on YouTube, I mean, I just kind of naturally, like I was watching a lot of videos about grocery hauls before I started, grocery hauls and what I eat in a day. And I just really, I was loving them and I was learning a lot about food. And so when I started making YouTube videos, I naturally started sharing about that. I started reading all these books, um, trying to figure out how to help myself get better. And so as I'm learning all that, I'm sharing with people and right away I see people being like, oh, I tried this, pro- this bone broth protein or whatever I was using at the time because of you. And I'm like, oh, this is so cool. People like, like learning this stuff as that I'm sharing. And so I was just sharing more and more. And then I I found that people started reaching out to me for advice. And when that happened, I'm like, this is cool, but also I'm not, I don't have the credentials to do this. I don't want to be like giving medical advice, you know, on Instagram. Um, But more and more as time passed and I learned so much and I became so excited about what I was learning, I was just, I, I would think to myself, I can't not share this information because of what I've learned and because I know what I know now. I mean, even down to, you know, the things that led me to get ill, that would be, um, to me, I'm like, I, how could I not share with other people what I've learned in, in efforts to help people live the their life to the fullest, the life that I believe that God's designed us to live? Um, so, so I would think to myself sometimes, like, okay, maybe one day I'll become like a health coach or something. And then um, the... I can go into like details because as I'm telling these stories and I, I won't go into all the detail, I just feel like I remember how significant these moments were to me. And I just like, yeah. I want to tell all these stories because it's basically, it. <laughs> basically it, I had like 
all, all a really, um, ex- I was really excited about this treatment I was doing and my social media blew up at the same time I was doing that. I mean, that's when my real growth happened on Instagram and simultaneously it was like the most, it was the most very traumatic week in my health because things did not go the way I was hoping or praying or people were expecting or them praying or I felt like mm. because my social media grew, there's all this pressure from all ends and yeah, it that led to a, a month long social media fast where I was just like off everything. I wasn't touching Instagram, YouTube, um, Facebook, Pinterest, anything. Um, mm-hmm. But I was doing podcasts, <laughs> 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 a podcast. And um, so basically, there was that traumatic event, the social media growth, and um, I just recently realized. And now here's another side tangent that. I was, I was, I, there are many times where I thought like, why did I have to go through that traumatic health week? And then I realized that's when God really grew my platform. And obviously it's, I, n- what I do is not about a platform at all, but I'm like, man, that's so cool that I get to reach these people now that I want to have otherwise. And mm-hmm. because I was so anxious and just like all of that was so overwhelming and just even seeing the, the growth on the platform, I'm like, I need a break from this. Led me to just really seek the Lord for a month and just just get away from it all. And I listened to a lot of podcasts and on these podcasts, I discovered nutritional therapy practitioners. And it was like from the day, the first day I heard about it, it, it just, I just knew I had to, knew I had to figure out what this, it, this thing is and do it. So, um, on a Monday I found out what this program was and then I enrolled in the, the school, I guess, um, that Friday and, um, so yeah, I mean, I, that was, that was how I kind of got into it. Um, but so, so yeah, I think it's been almost a couple years now since I, uh, st- I guess I went to school and got my certification and it's been in, um, a really great, but also interesting journey now as I'm still working through my issues and figuring out how to build a business. And then I got pregnant and, um, you know, that was amazing. Like pregnancy is amazing and also incredibly challenging. And it was something tough for me to have to figure out with all my, my symptoms. Um, so it's been like up and down, whether I've been able to really work with clients or not. And I have all these hopes and dreams for what I want to do with it. Um, but right now I'm really loving where things are going. Um, and I'm really excited as I'm seeing progress in my health, knowing I'm going to get to start working on those dreams and things that I have. But, um, the main way I'm supporting people right now is, um, through kind of like a group coaching program. And it's been so good because I just, I get so frustrated when I'm like having to, you know, I'm like, I need to surrender this, but (laughs) I, um, I, I just, I know I can, I want to help people and I know I can help people. And, and I've got, you know, maybe people joining my waiting list and I'm like, Oh, I can't see them yet. I just don't have the capacity to yet. And so right now getting to, um, help support, um, I've got about close to 100 people in this group that I'm, I'm leading through this protocol. Um, and it's great because I get to hop on and do like Q&As and answer questions and, and share education and tips and tricks. But um, it's very minimal energy that I have to give right now when I just don't have that much energy, especially chasing around a crazy little eight-month-old boy. <laughs> um 
So, so yeah, I'm trying to remember exactly your question. You're asking about how I became a nutritional therapy practitioner and yeah. then, um, and then what I do now. So, I mean, that's really what I, I want, what, what I'm doing and I want to do. Um, and I think when, when it comes to like my, my niche is I just really want to help. I mean, I want to help, um, eradicate chronic disease, but, uh, specifically I hope to make the journey shorter than it's been for me, help people get answers and help people, um, get well and get back to living an energetic life. So, yeah, that's huge. And that group coaching model sounds really powerful, especially since you do have your son and as you're continuing to pursue healing with your own health issues, it's awesome that you're able to still answer some of the questions in real time, but in a way that makes sense for your time and your energy. And it's not like this one-on-one coaching model in a sense. For sure. Yeah. It's been a huge blessing and it, it's awesome too, because I, I'm working through the same protocol I'm putting them through and I'm like just a little bit, a few steps ahead. So I get to celebrate my wins with them as they're having wins. And wow. so even though I'm getting to help support, I feel so supported in that community too. So it's been That's great. huge. So this is kind of a bit of a transitional question, but I feel like it ties right in with what you were saying, which is what does day-to-day life look like for you now that you're a mom and how does your health affect your motherhood? Yeah, so as I'm seeing changes, I'm I'm slowly getting to do a little bit more and and it's – for me a little bit more, it may not sound like that much for a lot of other people, but for me, they're really huge wins when I'm like, I can take my son on walks more often. Um, it, it's tough right now. I, um, I really, in the last few weeks, I, I haven't even been able to get out of the house that much. There's days like on the weekends where I realize I didn't get out of the house at all this week and I'm extroverted and I get really stir crazy. So a lot of my days right now are spent at home. Um, I love being with my son, um, of course. And um, I mean, I play with him. We just do baby stuff. I mean, (laughs) you'll see my stories. We'll play piano together. I'll just let him roam around. Um, And as just during the day, I try to rest, do the things that support my healing. Um, And as I can, I'll try to do, you know, my, my job right now, um, it, other than the, the Facebook group that I was talking about, you know, I'll do that during the day, get on and support that group. But, um, I do a lot of different things between, um, what I do sharing on Instagram and, um, sharing beauty counter and non-toxic, you know, skincare and makeup and, um, what was the other thing I was just thinking about? Oh, every so often I post a YouTube video. Now <laughs> I told my husband today, I'm not really a YouTube YouTuber anymore. I'm just a person that posts YouTube videos every so often, but <laughs> it's, it's okay. <laughs> so, um, so day to day is, is great. Um, I, I'm so excited to be able to, you know, get out of the house more and to be a little bit more, um, active, have more energy to put towards more things. And it's coming slowly, but surely. Um, But yeah, I guess your question, like, how does my health impact things? I mean, some days it's not easy. Like every so often, it's tough on here. Like I I just, 
when I share in my mind, I'm in such a, like today I'm in such a hopeful place. I'm seeing progress. Like today I'm like, I'm doing a little bit more than I normally do. But last week, um, like my neurological symptoms, they can go up and down. There's some weeks where they're really rocky and just to be really transparent. I had like a, a really rough week where I had to order a cane because my balance um, would, I, I would get so bad. I say it feels like you're on a, like a dock at the lake where it's kind of like the dock's moving up and down. That's how it can feel for me some days. And with the baby, that's not, it's not fun normally, but with the baby, like I don't want to fall over. That'd be terrible carrying Jace, my son. Um, so so I really like for me, the fact that I was able to give birth and have a ba- this amazing baby, I- I'm just always like, I'm just so glad I'm making it through day to day, like talking about yeah. just getting through the end of the day. Like, I'm just so mm-hmm. grateful because I didn't know if I could do that. So even if it is really hard, most days I'm like, I'm just glad I get to do this. Some days, I mean, I, 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 some days I call and ask for help for, from, um, family or my husband, but, and some days are easier than others. Um, so yeah, I guess that's kind of like my all over the place answer. It it kind of just is day to day. It's kind of all over the place. It's kind of doing what I need to do to get through, but also trying to enjoy it at the same time. I like how this ties into your example earlier. I try to try to balance both. Yeah, no, that's a beautiful perspective. And, and as challenging as that is, what a gift that it sounds like your health has really pushed you to have this. Like, obviously it's hope in Jesus and, and how he's healing you and the hope that he is just in who he is. But to be able to have that perspective that you can return to throughout your day when, you know, the baby isn't napping and you're really tired and you just need a break. Like, I love that you've allowed the Lord to really like transform your mindset, especially in motherhood. I think that's huge. And that's something that all of us, whether we're dealing with chronic illness or not, can learn from that. So I would love to hear, I don't know if you have any particular stories or just like, I don't know. Yeah. How, basically, how has Jesus met you in your suffering? Like you've been referring to this in and out kind of throughout the interview, um, but do you have any specific stories or moments or um, breakthroughs that you feel like, wow, I was just overwhelmed or I really learned this? There's been a lot of really, a lot of very, very challenging moments. Um, moments of, um, you know, really depression, um, lots of panic attacks, which is horrible. I think panic attacks are just the worst because, you know, it feels like you're dying and it can, for some people, for me, there are seasons where I'm like, this is happening multiple days of the week. Um, that's one thing I can really, one of my most exciting testimonies of this year, I've been completely panic attack free for, um, almost eight months. Cause it's been since I gave birth wow. because I was able to start the thing that really helped after I gave birth. <laughs> um, but that was I, being pregnant was great, but I was so excited to get the baby out to meet my baby. But also I could start like doing some of those things that you don't know are safe or not <laughs> during. <Yeah. pregnancy. laughs> um, but yeah, and I, like I said, I had that week where we we went on that health trip, and it was um, started with a lot of hope and ended with a lot of discouragement. 
Um, the moment when I had to leave my job, it was terrifying and awful. And, and it's, it's still, it's interesting. Um, and it's still to this day, I have a little bit of, uh, like, I love when I get to spend a good amount of time at the church, but I almost have like PTSD when I'm there a little bit. Um, now we're getting into the good stuff. I'm really, you know, getting the raw emotions. Like last week I was at church with my husband and I'm like, I, I love getting to be there. And it was switch our youth ministry. I worked in our youth ministry when I worked there. And, and even five years later, you know, I feel this like, man, this is what I used to do. And I used to have this, like, um, this, you know, this energy, not just like physical energy, but like, I don't even know, like this emotional energy too, I can give to this. Um, and to give to, with people, you know, it's, it's tough. Like I can seem pretty normal to people, um, very normal to people. Like you never know it's sick for a while. Um, then when I hit that wall, I'm like, then I, um, that's when I feel like I have to start, like, well, I become like the, the real disabilities, the things that limit me kind of start coming up and it's not really fun to be around people when it's like, oh, I just hit that wall. Um, so there's a lot of, a lot of hard moments. Um, and I think, I don't know if I have like one specific story, but sharing all of just little bits of all those moments. Um, yeah, I, I'm just, I'm really grateful that I have um, a strong foundation in my faith that um, I think that I, I really believe like when you go through something hard, you're probably either going to grow closer to Jesus or you may, um, you may grow further apart. You may start to um, things may start to unravel for you a little bit. I don't think you ever really just stay the same. And I, I'm grateful that I've been able to draw near to Jesus in, in, in so many ways, but, um, that doesn't mean that it wasn't frustrating or really hard. And I think that even in the midst of my, my questions and my, like, why Lord, like, why is it taking so long? Or why, why did this happen that way? Or why do I have to suffer? Um, I, it's, it's hard to put into words, but I, some of you will really get what I'm saying. You're just met with so much, um, grace and peace from Jesus, um, knowing that you're loved and that he's in control. And, and I, I always just, my husband says so many brilliant things, but sometimes he'll, he'll pray that, um, that we, you know, ask that God will answer our prayers, that God will heal me, but he'll pray even if you don't, if you don't now, that we, we just know you have something more um, you want to do, something more you want to teach us. You know, I think there's there's a reason. Um, and I've just, I've seen that to be so, it's been so true that I'm so glad that God didn't heal me day one, you know, just in time for my wedding. Like that would have been a cool story. Yeah, like, oh, I had mono and now I feel amazing just time for my wedding. Like God answered my prayers. I think that, the beauty that God brings through pain, from pain, through the, these five years and um, plus now, it's been so worth it because of the the people I, I've gotten to connect with and the things that I've gotten to learn and this new mission that I'm on. So in all, all of those up and down moments, Jesus has just been constant. I think that's how he's met me is just like with that constant goodness and love and peace. Yeah, he's just really good. If you're listening and you're unsure, he really, he's really, really good. 
Yeah. And, and it sounds like obviously it's been, it's been a long ever changing journey, but to have Jesus just as your constant, even though I know there have been significant moments like that in and of itself is significant, right? Like as the answers are changing and as your symptoms are changing and as things fluctuate from day to day, like that is incredible that he just is so constant. So there and available. I love that about Jesus too. So good. (laughs) What encouragement do you have for people who may be listening and who have potentially been on this journey already for quite some time with, with chronic illness or who are maybe listening to you talk and saying, gosh, that's, that's me. I, I feel like I'm there. What encouragement do you have for them? For sure. I'd say if you're struggling with anything in your health, even if you wouldn't classify it as chronic illness or something major, before I got sick, I had hormonal issues and digestive issues, and I always just felt unsettled. Like, I know this isn't right. I know things can be better. I just don't know what to do. And and, and it really, I mean, it was I was so much more functional than I am now. It was obviously a problem then. Um, for anyone listening with those concerns, I would tell you with so much um, you know, I just so much belief behind it that there's hope and that there's healing that's possible. Um, I believe that I believe that God can heal you, and I believe that God's given us a lot of tools and um, a lot of a lot of knowledge. There's a lot of people that um, really, you know, I'm I'm hoping to get there where I can really um, understand how we can support the body to be well. Um, so there's so much hope. And even if people tell you there's nothing you can do, there's something you can do. There really, really is. Um, the other thing I guess I would say is that um, if you are in a hard time, I, 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 it's funny, like I've been sharing this message for almost probably four to five years now, but I just really believe so much that um, God does amazing things when we embrace and not just endure. Of course, we have to endure because if we don't, we're just giving up, I guess. We're just not doing anything. Um, We want to endure through hard things. But when we embrace, for me, that was looking around saying, okay, I don't like being here. I don't like the situation, but this is where I'm at. And I want to make the most of it. And it doesn't have to be making YouTube videos or doing a podcast or anything with public speaking. It could be, um, I don't, I can, it could be anything. It could be I'm like, I mean, mentoring somebody or um, we talked about motherhood, embracing motherhood, embracing those hard moments or those lonely moments and um, find like the way that you're getting to encourage other moments, you're just getting to embrace this season that you're in right now. So um, yeah, I guess that would be my my main message leaving. Um, And I know there's a lot of things I shared in the midst of there, but I really believe there's hope for healing for so many of you out there, even if you're the sickest of the sick and you're just reacting to everything, even drinking water. I mean, these are people I'm talking to nowadays, like, man, some people out there, you just feel like there's no hope, but there is. Um, and then and then those of you in suffering, um, you don't have to wait until you're at the end of suffering to make a difference. You can do something now. Thank you so much for sharing. That is so powerful. I know that I get questions. I wouldn't even say that health is like a main pillar of things that I share on Instagram, but I've shared before that I have endometriosis and a little bit about that journey. And I don't, I don't feel like I share it often, but I still have people reach out every once in a while and just say, 
hey, you know, I know that you're pregnant and I know that you've shared some things that have helped you. And so I love that that message of hope and seeking answers is such a core part of your ministry because, yeah, I just think it's so, it's so worth it. And even just to have someone else who's not maybe what we think of as arriving is maybe like being fully healed, but someone who's still on that journey and is able to carry like that torch of Mm. hope is maybe just what someone needs to hear is that they're not alone and they're not, they're not out of their mind for believing that there can be healing and for wanting to find those answers. I love that you get to offer that hope for women with your endo, your endometriosis. I I feel like since I didn't know how pregnant you would be for me or how my body would respond or if I could have a home birth with chronic fatigue. Um, But I've, you know, I, I see so many people with health issues, with endometriosis, with similar things, just being told they, you know, like I said earlier, some people are told, oh, you probably can never have kids. And so they, they just don't even try. They don't even fight for that thing that they're desiring. Um, so, I mean, I love, I think hope for family is one of the most exciting things to give hope for because having a family is wonderful. (laughs) Definitely. Oh, Mandy, you shared so much wisdom and I can't wait to have our community be encouraged by your story today. I do want to wrap up with a few kind of fun rapid fire questions. So we talked about this a little (laughs) bit before we hit record, but what are three things that you have been loving lately? Okay, so <laughs> I, I told her I saw that she sent me this question like right before we recorded. So I was like, let me get, let me find three like diverse different things. So I, I've got <laughs> my first really random one that's really new is like $5 on Amazon. And <laughs> it is a, it's like this scalp scrubber massager. It's like you use it in the shower to scrub in your shampoo. And so it feels really good. It's like a really nice massage. But, you know, I really am passionate about like non-toxic living. And even like, even despite my non-toxic shampoo, I have a really hard time getting my hair clean. It just like, for a long time, I thought it was my water. And then I found a shampoo that really helped. But since I've been using this, let me tell you, my hair has never seemed so clean. <laughs> so... I, um, I'm like a really big fan. I, I, I don't know. I think I heard of, saw on like this TikTok compilation or something. I'm old <laughs> and I watch TikTok compilations on YouTube instead of TikTok. So, um, <laughs> that's one of my favorite things are those like Amazon TikTok favorites or whatever. That sounds amazing. I've heard about <laughs> scalp scrubbers and I wash my hair every like five or six days, yes. um, which I've done for a year. And I've noticed obviously it's so much healthier, but I'm blonde and I feel like, you know, I don't know if you've noticed this in blondes, but I feel like my (laughs) hair goes, like when I wash it, it's blonde. And then towards the end, I'm like looking more and more (laughs) brunette. And so I need a good, a good scalp scrubber in my life. (laughs) That's amazing. That's so funny. Um, Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a fan. So number two, I thought I would do food. So I really have been loving over the last couple of months making homemade ice cream. We make uh, cookies and cream ice cream. We use like local milk. It's raw milk. It's amazing. Um, Usually like raw cream and, you know, like all organic sugar. And I mean, it's like good quality ingredients, but it's like definitely ice cream too. And we put these really yummy gluten-free cookies in it and 
it's wonderful. I know a lot of people avoid dairy, like for breastfeeding. I say that like the high quality dairy is like what got my milk supply like awesome. So I love that. <laughs> and it's delicious. It's it's great. Um, and the last thing when I thought about this, and we talked about it so much, I w- when I thought about what to share, I was just thinking so much about community. And it's something I, I'm constantly looking to find ways where I can have good community, like just being honest um, with my health issues. It's not the lack of opportunities. Sometimes it's just a lack of energy to get out the door, but the community just in the, this Facebook, um, this group protocol that I'm getting to support, it's been such a blessing um, having so many um, women. A lot of them are Jesus followers, getting to support each other as we're walking through um, healing from these chronic health issues and it's a variety of health issues. Um, so if anyone's listening and they're interested in this, I actually, like, I didn't, wasn't planning on like promoing this, but, um, I, I like every so often I'll, I'll like let people into the group. You just have to, you can email me if you want details about it. But, um, I just, I, I, I created this group for people who may not be able to afford a practitioner and they just need help getting on the right path and help taking steps. So, um, Mm. I love it. Wonderful. Yeah. I, I was going to ask this, um, at the end, but where can people, where can people find you and get in touch about this group? And if they want like to learn more about that support. Yeah. So I am most frequently posting on Instagram. So you can find me on Instagram. Um, Mandy with a Y, Meehan, M-E-E-H-A-N is my name. <laughs> I'm sure you'll see that on the podcast title. But <laughs> and then my website, mandymehan.com too. You can find like information to contact me or email me on Instagram or on my website. And um, the way I'm supporting clients right now is through that group. But um, hopefully, hopefully in 2022, I, I'm hope I'm probably gonna get my my son in a little bit of a little bit of a babysitter or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, hopefully by then I'll be seeing more one-on-one clients. But um, right now I'm finding these unique ways to get to support people. Wonderful. And my last question is just how can we as a community be praying for you? That's really sweet. <laughs> um, man. You can obviously be praying for my health right now as I'm still, as I'm working through this this process, and um, I, I'm really enjoying the process, um, even though I can be impatient in the process. But I feel like I, you know, I just feel confident about where I'm headed. It can still just be up and down. So. Um, prayers for continued progress for my health. It just, it really, it really means the world. And it's, yeah, it's, it means a lot because I am kind of like mentally. And when I share, I I want to be at this point where I'm just, I'm already over that. And I want to be just talking about, I'm ready to just be focused on other people, but obviously in order to get there, I really have to get myself to not even 100% to just like a lot more functional of a human first. Um, So prayers for that would be great. Wonderful. Well, we are with you. We're behind you and just here to support you. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Mandy. I am so excited to share your episode with our community. Thank you, Paige. I really enjoyed this conversation and it just feels like a really good heart to heart 
coffee or tea. It's really like my heart is full. It's very nice. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of Love in a Cottage. I am so grateful you decided to join us today, and I hope you're going forward in your day feeling encouraged, understood, and inspired. If you like today's show, I would love to encourage you to share it with a girlfriend. You can also screenshot this episode and share it on your Instagram stories, which will help more like-minded women find our show. Speaking of Instagram, while you're there, why don't you go ahead and follow us? Because guys, I promise we're super fun. (laughs) We share content there throughout the week about the show, and it's a great way to connect with fellow listeners and keep up with the guests that you might have heard. We also do fun quarterly giveaways and just share inspiring content. If you're looking for more connection, you can also join our Facebook group, which is linked in the show notes of every episode. There are weekly episode discussions, and it's a great way to find friends and listeners who might be in your area. And finally, if you'd like to support us, you can please write a review on iTunes because this will help boost our show so other like-minded women can find it. Your support means so much to me, you guys. Thank you again for being here. So grateful for you. We'll see you next week for another episode.